back to the Source London. Um, we know it's been a while, but we are here once again. Um, this is another edition of us promoting Black businesses, and today we have a special guest, one of my greatest friends. <laughs> Introducing Cassandra amongst the other team today, we have Cass, Moss, and Shay. And hello. everybody, say hello. Hey, hello. <laughs> Um, today we'll be discussing a day in the life of Cass. She runs a number of businesses, which is a um, you know a norm for a black woman, especially in Britain. Um, she's fully self-employed as well, by the way, guys. I forgot to mention that. I'm so proud of my friend. Um, yeah, I yeah, am seriously. She doesn't have you know most of us are all doing you know having to do the nine to five route as well as side hustle. She is fully self-employed. Um, I love that. So yeah, so we're just going to be discussing how you know how her journey's been and any tips she may have, and you know the ins and outs. So yeah, go guys. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't realize I was on mute. You know, welcome, Cass. <laughs> welcome. Thank you. Thank you. We love to me. celebrate Black excellence. So I'm so excited to hear about all of like the ventures that you have. Um, so yeah, do you want to just sort of kind of like give an overview of? The businesses that you have and then we can like break them down and talk about each one and stuff like that okay no problem so um the first one that i have is called the cast label it's an online beauty band uh, specializing in customized mink lashes oh my god i need lashes sorry yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you've ever seen my lashes shows is hers oh I'm yeah wearing. you do have good lashes yeah, i've never like, like um i've never used lashes other than when i've got my makeup done professionally that's when they put them oh. on but i've never had, like bought my own lashes and actually been using them so yeah okay i have sorry. to say cass's lashes as well because over the years i've bought you know the ones with super drug and whatnot tried to put them on yeah but with cass's it wasn't hard to put on at all that's another thing. I've got no clue how to put these things on. It put really on. Yeah, that I feel like so many people, yeah, find it difficult to put on um, um, false lashes. Yeah. But they're, they're really, really simple, I swear. I promise you, they're so easy to put on. I'm going Sorry, to order them. I'm going to order them right now. I was, <laughs> what I was wondering is that, like, you see the glue that you lot use for that, yeah? Mm-hmm. Is that good for your eyes? Is that bad for your eyes? Sorry to be a Debbie Downer. Um, you can get latex, latex free. Okay. Yeah, I would always recommend latex free, not the ones you can get from the hair shop. You know those, um, what's it called? Bonding glue. No, don't. bonding glue is actually not supposed to go anywhere near your eyes. Thank when you, you see people doing that, run, ladies. Yeah. If you see someone trying to put bonding glue when they're doing your lashes, <laughs> run. Yeah, don't do it. It's not good for our eyes at all, and it will damage them for like a good. More than six months, I believe, when oh, I done wow. my research. Yeah, it's really, really not good. So yeah, stay away from bonding glue and go for latex-free. Latex-free all the way. I didn't know it caused and, that much damage. <laughs> yeah, it, it really does. I don't understand why. What? What? How did? It was actually do? a makeup artist that did it to me once. Oh, like no. that's when, I, and then I, I never knew in it. I didn't think nothing of it until like I read someone post something about like the dangers of using bonding glue on your lashes. And then I was reading up on it and I thought, oh my God, like, is this really what happens? I was so and surprised I, that she's just casually always like just putting the bonding glue on there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've realized our lashes, it takes so long for it to grow back. Yeah. So, so, so long. So once you've damaged that, forget it. <laughs> Literally forget it. <laughs> uh. yeah. 
Uh, so, um, how long have you been doing this this business for then? Um, I started in 2017. I remember uh, 2017 when I I think that time I finished uni, I believe. Okay. And I was yeah, I was, I was I finished uni and I was looking for a job and I couldn't find anything. I studied for my BA. I studied international business. And I remember going to interviews and everyone was like, oh, you need experience. Because at the time I was working. You left it out. Sorry, her master, she got a freaking first class. <laughs> Why are you being so humble, <laughs> bro? I love it. <laughs> what did you do in international business? Yeah. Yeah. So for my BA, I done um, international business. And then for my master's, I did um, strategic branding and stakeholder communications. Hey, title. Title. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, it's weird because I've done both these degrees. I got a first class, but I couldn't get a job. Hmm. Like every, every interview I'll go to, they'll be like, experience, experience, experience. So it got to a point where I was just fed up. I was like, cool, I'll give myself the experience. And then that's when the cash table came about. Okay. And then, yeah, literally from there, from that moment, I really haven't looked back. I really haven't thought, okay, let me go and get another job. And then also with the second business, um, Adum Trading slash Amazing Grace, that's, that's mainly a family business. So my mom has been selling African food for, I would say, 20 years now. So she, we, we have a shop in um, Hackney, Dawson. And then only, I think, last year we decided, okay, we need a second shop. But I told her, if you're going to do a second shop, it needs to be modern, like... I don't know if you've got guys experience going into an African food shop. That, oh yeah. And that dry fish smell hits your nose. <laughs> That's it. That is it. I told her, listen, if we're going to do it, we need to be the next Ghanaian waitrose or African waitrose. We need to come different. Like I don't want people to walk in and then instantly they want to walk out. Mm. And then the customer service is poor. Boxes are everywhere. You can't even walk inside the shop. It's just, mm. yeah. So my whole um, uh, thing about the second shop was to make it be different. We need to be unique, authentic, traditional food. So that's our main focus for Amazing Grace. And that, is that, that's the one in Dagenham, yeah? Yeah, that's the one in Dagenham. So the one in um, Hackney is mainly where my mum is. And the one in Dagenham, I would say, is for the cool kids. So the younger generation growing up. So our age group and above. Okay. She will kill me if she hears me say this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, that's so good. So, um, so what what do you feel? So is is that what would you say is the the thing that differs from you guys and any other sort of shop that that provides these products? Like, is there anything else that you guys are working towards in terms of trying to? Well, in terms of service, let me start off with service. Um, we have a call and collect service, which I feel like not a lot of African food shops are doing. Like everyone seems to be on the same borderline of you come in, you know, you see what you want and go. During COVID, I realized a lot of customers were like, oh, they wanted to come to the shop, but they didn't want to risk it and be like, oh, do they have it or do they not have it? Okay. You know, because the sh uh, like shelves were empty. Wherever you went, shel shelves were empty. So I just thought, you know what, let me start telling people when they call, I'll be like, okay, auntie or uncle, when you call, just, you know, let me know what you want. 
um, let me take your order, I'll put it down and then I'll give you an hour for you to come and pick it up. That way you're not out for too long, that everything has been done for you. So that picked up, so that's doing well. Also we're doing um, click and collect. Yeah, that's, that's so sick, man. Yeah, that's 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 a challenge. I'll, I'll I'll tell you guys that for free. That's not easy, but we're trying to work on that as well. Just trying to get the whole website going. And another thing is, when you've got um, what should I call our customers? Like aunties and uncles, they don't really like change. And seniors, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard to <laughs> build change into them. Even when we got the shop and everything seemed was like in order, we had like prices up. There was no like boxes laying around, like everything was tied up. Like we have this, um, oh, what is it called in English? I don't know the English name. Oh, I have to say it's called Momone. That smelly fish. I think in um, the Nigerians call it Iru. Oh, isn't Iru locust beans? Mm-hmm. Am I getting it wrong? Iru, Iru is like, it's locust beans. beans. Is it locust beans? It's for, yeah. It's for me. Fermented fish. So, yeah, yeah, so basically, is these. Um, is that not stockfish? Um, you know, okay, no. even stockfish, you know, it, ha- it has a smell to it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember I had one customer, he came in, he was like, oh, this is not an African food shop. This is not an African food shop. It doesn't smell like, you know, Africa. <laughs> and I just thought, <laughs> I just thought, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, he didn't feel like he was at home. No, 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 he didn't feel like he was home. I was just thinking, okay. This is a big challenge because I need to make sure I'm going to win everybody. I was thinking, what, do I have a spray that I can just, you know, just spray it so that they know that they're they're back in Africa. But yeah, going back to my point is it's hard to please everybody, especially mm. the older generation. Because I'm with, with social media, I can try and um, try and attract the new generation. The millennials yeah. and then uh, what? What are we classified as? We're, we're not the millennials. We're we not are, even millennials. Are we? Are, yeah. I we're millennials. Millennials. we are. We are. I thought we were Generation. Um... No, no, no. It's them, that's that's generation. them. I think after. Oh, we are the millennials, right? And yeah, they're the generation. Okay. So after two thousand, I think they're Gen X or Z. Oh yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, we're millennials. We're the ones that saw paper become iPads and computers and shit. We're the millennials, but yeah, they are the um the other one. Okay. Wow, we've been around for a while, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just like every day there's a challenge in the shop. Every okay. day, yeah, it's not easy, but it's fun. I'll give you that. You meet different types of customers. Someone can come and upset you, but you just need to remember why you're there. Like, I'm here to make money. I'm here to, you know, I love food as well. So it's nice to see someone pick something up, even if it's plantain. Like the way they love plantain, they'll come pick up their plantain, you know, just, you know, bus one, two conversation, they'll come back. Mm. It's all about the experience. Like when you go to other, you know, shops, it's completely different. And I just feel like us as black people, we should try and change. Small, small. Absolutely. And that stuff makes a huge difference, especially when it comes to like that kind of like African food shopping. Because like I'll queue up in certain shops because I know like the service is going to be fun or like the people there are really friendly and then the shop across the road might not have a queue but I might I'd be like no you know what I'm going to go here so sometimes you do go for the experience as well as the product all of it kind of ties together so I think it's good that you guys are like consciously trying to um kind of like make sure that you include the experience side of things into what you're doing I think that's really 100%, 100%. really important I even 
I'm even trying to introduce uniform, but I work, it's a family business. I work with my brothers as well. Yeah, okay. he, I don't know what's wrong with guys, but he's like not having it. He's like, no. But I'm like, bro, it's part of the experience. We need to mm-hmm. stand out and be different. Even if it's like a, you know, like a polo top one with the with the what the name on it. I mean, it's not, it's not um too, it's nothing. I'm sure it's not nothing too taxing that anyone couldn't wear. But people remember, innit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. That'd be a good idea. Still, I think the call and collect thing is is great. It's yeah. Great. It sounds so. Like I just bought my lashes. <laughs> oh yeah, I just I just saw a notification. <laughs> Thank That's you. You see my government name there. Thank you. Energy. I wonder if we can ever get to a, ch- a point where um, they could use an app to order these things. I think I saw I did see I think somebody's trying to do a similar concept I don't know if it's everything that you can order but I saw it it's something box or something I saw it on Instagram where they're doing that and it's like you can basically order like the stuff that you would buy from the African shop to your Mm -hmm. house like and you can do it by but I didn't to be honest I can't lie I didn't really look into it but I did see it or see it being posted there's a lot of box Um, I think the girl that you know the one that um was on dragon not dragons then the apprentice and she did the tights oh yeah yeah Yeah. after She, I think she invested in it, whatever, whatever this business is oh, that I'm thinking Bianca? of. I think she invested in it. Bianca, yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. But one thing I've realized that like, even with um, the call and collect, you need to, you can't just select like the deadest, um, what do you call it, plantain for one auntie. Oh, no. Do you get she it? She'll let you know. She'll <laughs> let you know. So I think with the whole delivery thing, that's my fear. If I'm going to yeah. do a delivery service, I, for me personally, I think it will have to be on certain items, not everything. Mm. Mm. It's so true. Even if the, it just depends on the, the carrier, like maybe next day or even same day delivery. No, mm. it can't be no two to three working days because I feel like this is food. It needs to go out as soon as possible. Absolutely. The customer needs to get it. So, yeah, there's like a lots of um, challenges, but it has to be done we need to secure the bag it has to be Absolutely. done that was actually going to be my next question in terms of like the challenges you faced running hey. these businesses yeah. I think you, you kind of spoke about it like these ones but do you want to talk about like maybe some of the challenges like from like from your lash business and then obviously the food business and then like the differences between those kind of challenges okay with the lash business I feel like when I first started it wasn't there wasn't too much competition yeah okay but, with me, I feel like competition is good. There's, there's mm. nothing better than having competition around you. And it just, for me personally, I just feel like it pushes you to do more. But at the same time, I feel like it's kind of downgraded the industry. Like mm. anybody can have an eyelash business th- th- these days. Yeah, it's become quite saturated, I think. Ah, too yeah. saturated. People are just getting lashes from wherever mm-hmm. and then setting up a lash business. Yeah. Um, and you're right, it is like a lot harder to do. But then do you feel like people are, because I've, I don't know, like let's say for example, I've been buying your lashes from way back and then all these other like new school people are coming. Mm-hmm. I just still feel like I'd still continue to buy the lashes from you because that's, I've already kind of bought into you. I know what I'm getting. I don't, I don't know, like, do you feel like, basically what I'm trying to say is, do you feel like the people who have been like your like day one customers, mm-hmm. do you find they deviate to these other ones or do you feel like they actually stay consistent to your brand? To be honest with you, I've been very lucky. Like my clientele, they have stayed. And oh, good. If, even if you go onto my socials, I have been, 
M, what was what's that term that they use? M M I A. I have been nowhere to be found because I've been so busy and I'm focusing on um like new ventures within the cash label. Yeah. But I'm just like so thankful. Like they've bought the product, they've seen how good it is. You know, we're not any basic, you know, lash, it's actually real mink lashes that really mm. last and it's worth your money. But in terms of challenges, um, it just keeps me on my toes, to be honest with you, which is okay. a good thing. Yeah. But I have I have stuff coming out, so I'm excited. I can't wait. Ooh, look forward yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely different. And I'll try and go bigger and harder. Yeah, I'll try and probably do like a launch. Mm. Yeah, probably. That'll be really good. But you know, yeah. COVID, this is a problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mustn't forget. Yeah. <laughs> Mustn't forget. <laughs> Yeah, so a lot of thing has been put on pause, mm. but I'm just hoping by the time, you know, the government says we can go out again, then just get everything back on the map. Um, in terms of oh, the shop, wow, 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 where to start <laughs> challenges? Um, okay, so... <laughs> I don't know why Joe's laughing. In terms of... Um, <laughs> Okay, in terms of food, let's start off with food. In terms of food, obviously a lot of our food mm. comes from back home. And there's like a list of stuff you, you're actually not allowed to bring into the country, but that's the stuff customers want. Like for example, spinach from Ghana is banned. Really? Yeah. Why is that? They say apparently the way we handle stuff back home. Yeah. Oh. Garden. Really? Yeah, it's really, really rude. Garden eggs as well. If they if they find all these little bits in your um, containers and your shipments that you do, either you've got to pay a hefty fine or they will send your stuff back back to where it came wow. from. Wow. You know, and it's, it's sad because it's like, there's so many stuff going on. Like how does drugs get into the country mm. and stuff like that? But that's allowed. But, you know, these stuff are food that people eat. If you say it's, oh, the way it's been handled back home, then I guess all the people back home would have been dead by now. You know, yeah. it just doesn't make exactly. sense. And I feel like there's, yeah, it's very, like, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that people don't see. Like, this whole, I wish I had the list on me so I could read it out to you. Like, there's a lot of stuff on there that you can, even peanuts, you can't bring that. Man. Yeah, 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 fresh peanut. You know, there's so it many stuff. It sounds like, um, you know, the Australian, uh, God, what's it called? That show when... The airport. Yeah, what's the show called again? Is it Border Patrol? That's it. When people that's come it, off yeah. the plane and they have the banana from the plane and they get fined. Yeah, yeah, that's basically <laughs> yeah. us. That's that's basically that's us. <laughs> and it's like, how am I going to run my business? How am I going to please my customers? What are we going to eat? Because a lot of our customers, they weren't born here. They're not about this chicken and chips life. You know, when they come in, <laughs> they'll be like, where's my plantain? I need my, my plantain or where's my greens and stuff like that. And you're just there like, mm, we, we can't bring it. You know, they, they said no, or we tr- we will try and smuggle it in. Eesh, am I incriminating myself on here? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it's like, <laughs> it's like, what what do we do? Is there another way to get it in, like, via another country before the UK? No, it's literally UK customs that are like, they check everything, if this is in out if this is not on the list out like everything needs to be by the books 
I always wonder how how they get like fishing because oh if they catch you on that one woo wow I think the fine is like five thousand pounds or something like that what yeah 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 it's a big fine oh shit yeah so that's what that's another thing so when you do go to the African food shops and they're like oh this one is five pounds and it's best more listen that fish also for that the, <laughs> that fish has its papers basically <laughs> it is a citizen <laughs> yeah so um wow. yeah in terms of struggles in terms of food ew, it's not it's not easy but at the same time i remember telling my mom oh why don't we like all the african shops come together and have a meeting my mom was like stop 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 this has been done it didn't go anywhere nobody even goes to these meetings oh wow i was like wow this is this goes back to us black people again you know yeah it's just that it's like that collaboration is important it's very important like we really do need to like come together and stand as one that's why i'm loving this whole black lives movement and Mm. you know but more needs to be done i feel like it's 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 more it's more than the hashtags like absolutely yeah it's not gonna it's gonna take a while. We we need to learn how to love ourselves because when you research on the black culture, like we are immaculate. Like our culture is Speak rich. On it, sis. Literally, like we are somebody. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah, honestly, we are. So um, I don't know. I don't even want to say it's through prayer because I feel like I feel like an ass saying that. But it's 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 gonna take a while yeah I know exactly what you mean but I think I think also equally I feel like in terms of like black businesses in general and I think that's like kind of why we've been like wanting to do this series it's like I think and we spoke about it I think on one of the previous episodes in terms of black businesses need to some of them need to do better in terms of thinking about things like what you were talking about and saying that okay you're thinking of okay how can you guys switch it up what can you do differently how can you Mm -hmm. focus on the customer experience all of that sort of stuff and it just feels like I think that's what we really need to do and then maybe once we've got that part done then I think maybe the collaboration come into it because if everyone's kind of doing it everyone might be more willing to kind of like communicate and connect with other businesses and stuff but for now I just feel like everybody's just like clutching onto what they're doing and thinking that the way they do it is best 100% 100% it's, I'm so happy you even said that because I'm trying to work with like all these other African brands I don't want to yeah. mention their names but I'm sure you you would know like you know if I say plantain cribs and stuff you yeah, would know yeah, those yeah. your big big established brands it's, yeah. it's not easy it's not yeah easy. and I, it's, it's just a shame that it has to be like that it's, it's really sad because then you get frustrated and you think all right then I might as well just go buy my my plantain crisp from like gym from Ireland that's it (laughs) you just know that like at least they're going to respond to you and at least you're going to get it in like a certain amount of that and I feel like that's what happened um and even like down to this not even a similar example but Mm. I ordered I saw like a black owned like clothes company the other day and I was like oh okay let me support so I bought a top intending for it to come in time for my little girly weekend that I was going to ordered it I think last week Sunday thinking and then I ordered like standard delivery which it said like two to three working days or whatever so I thought okay I'll get it before the weekend didn't get any confirmation email after I'd ordered it or anything and I thought oh that's odd then if like literally I think it was like Thursday I got an email saying that oh we just we don't have your order at the moment we'll let you know wow. when we have it or something like that we'll let you know yeah and I just thought but why have you like you, you haven't put that on your website to say that oh you're that is out of stock or you don't have it so it's obvious that you're probably getting this item of clothing from somewhere else and mm-hmm. then like which is fine um 
but then it's just like okay well what's the point I'm just might go on boohoo and just buy a top then because at least I know I'll get it tomorrow yeah <laughs> the thing. it's like I don't want to have to do that do you know what I mean like I want to actually be able to like go and buy things from these brands and stuff but it's you don't have that confidence that you're going to get what you've paid for and get it on time so yeah it's a small example but that really annoyed mm-hmm. me because I was just like imagine I was really dedicated to like wearing that top as well I wasn't but if I was that would have been really annoying yeah that's yeah. another thing because a whole week really and you didn't even learn, yeah. yeah a whole week and I've heard nothing from you guys and then you're just like oh yeah we just don't have this item we'll let you know when we have it and there's no no estimation of when you're going to have it no way of me contacting you either to say like oh actually when can you let me know nothing probably just have to sure, on Instagram I'm sure this has probably left a bad taste in your mouth you're probably it, it has you see this is this is it, it has I'm not going to order again even if I see something cute on there I'm probably not going to order again yeah that's why you know branding and you know how you perceive perceive yourself communication it's all important it's Very. all important because word of mouth travels faster mm. than anything yeah. else Absolutely. yeah losing that one customer it's just yeah losing 10 yeah yeah because they're just going to go and tell someone else like so if say someone mentions that shop to me now not that i'd be going out of my way to slate it but if someone mentions that shop to me i'll be like oh don't order it if you want something fast i'll probably be like if you want to wait for it then yeah go for it because i'm still Mm -hmm. waiting for my top it's just like even if it's just those little comments like that that's how it just like travels like chinese whispers and i've always said like how i've been able to get my um a lot of my wedding uh, couples that have booked me for their weddings and stuff it's been through word of mouth like mm-hmm. more than anything else that, that I've done it's just been through one couple telling another couple or they come to a wedding and then they've seen what I've done and then they speak to the bride and groom and I'll like what was Shay like so word of mouth does travel far like you say 100% <laughs> like that ass will say yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> so like what would you what so like if you could go back like to the beginning of like when you started these ventures mm-hmm. would you have done anything differently like what would you tell someone that this so say that someone was thinking okay I want to start a lash business tomorrow or I want to go into the African food industry tomorrow what would you say like what would you have liked someone to have told you when you started Ooh, do you know what if I was to go back I wouldn't change anything because I feel like it's a process you need to learn that mm. uh, you really do need to learn but one thing I will say is research is so important I, with me I felt like oh let me give myself a deadline I need to get everything done by this no 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 squash that deadline you're better off taking your time doing your research knowing you've got a to z everything done correct everything ticked off so that when you do come out and you know introduce yourself there's no mistakes I know it's hard to say but try and avoid mistakes and having to be like oh I wish I would have done this even if it takes you a year let it take you a year you're better off than having to go back and it's just all long but um yeah I think that's probably the advice I'll give literally it's really good advice um because I think in this generation as well everybody wants everything fast fast yeah including myself (laughs) you want everything and you want to see the results really quickly you want to be like boom I've launched my business and sold out tomorrow like you literally want everything to be quick but sometimes it's about really trusting that process and Mm -hmm. really taking your time to like kind of perfect your craft as much as possible 100% and be unique as well like don't copy what everybody else is doing like yeah literally be old school get your pen get your paper start mapping everything out do your brainstorms research on other companies you know just try and figure out okay how can I be different? Or just think back to what brought you to this decision. Like, why are you here? How did this um, business came into your mind? Mm. And yeah, literally from there, everything should be okay. 
That's so good. Mm. I had a question and then literally just went out of my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's not you. It's, it's me. This is the story of my life. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I have one. Um, obviously, I've visited Cass's shop a number of times. And one thing I commend her for is dealing with um, the older generation. Like, remember Cass when we were in the shop and that older man, he came in and he was just speaking tree and just talking about his day and stuff and we were just like oh, oh my god, god. yeah so, yes. so like day to day obviously that happens a lot more often than when I once came like how <laughs> we learned to handle being a millennial dealing with that older generation and them just being so set in their ways mm-hmm. that's a good question yeah you just have to be patient like I always try and tell myself okay I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a reason. Cats don't get angry. Like I can have customers that will come, you know how they will just talk and talk and talk. They'll be there for 20 minutes. And I'm just thinking, rah, I've got so much to do. But those are the customers that will constantly come back. Those are the customers you really, really do not want to lose. Mm-hmm. So even if it's me standing there talking in 10, for 10 minutes, I'll, I'll have to do it, you know. I can't tell you or get out or ignore you. Mm-hmm. Like these are my customers. Like I, f- I see my customers as my cash cow. <laughs> like, yeah. like these are my cash cows. I need to, you know, treat you guys with respect and love and, you know, make sure you leave with something and you're happy. Everything is cool and blessed. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. When I first started, was that the case? No, it wasn't the case. I was so like annoyed I'm thinking oh why are these customers coming and at the time my tree wasn't on point I was just like oh I can't do it and even I had some customers coming in speaking their um, other languages people say I don't look Ghanaian they'll be like oh are you Jamaican or oh are you Nigerian or you speak Ningala I'm like nah (laughs) so yeah just patience like you need to have patience especially dealing with customers 24 7. I commend you so much girl honestly yeah, I think I'd, I'd struggle a bit. Well, I, sh- I say that, but then I I still have to do it. You, you deal with them as well, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wedding business, I've been trying to like coerce Joe to um, what's it called? Coordinate with me on one of my weddings, but every I realised that I'm not helping myself because I'll go and tell her all the stories, and then, <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah. Horror. By the way, do you want to come and help me in the next one? And she's like, uh, horror. no, no. Horror <laughs> stories. You know how I feel about weddings, anyway. I keep oh, saying no. I'm going to do it though. I have to help you out one time, but yeah, you should just honestly just for the experience. No, it's, well, definitely. Yeah, it's and an experience and a half. Please. Say again. And I come just for the dollar. Yeah, of course. I'll give you a badge. Just, yeah. Imagine. That's the best part, actually, of all the food. And the caterers will literally look after you and the team because, Aww. like, yeah, it's great. And then you get food to take home. It's great. And I will always take drinks as well. Sorry, clients, I can't lie. I take drinks because <laughs> that's my compensation. That's a real ass right there. <laughs> I take drinks. They know, though. They know. <laughs> come come with your bag ready yeah literally that's it oh god um oh, i remember my question i was gonna say like what does uh like working day look like for someone that's because you're fully self-employed you've mm-hmm. got like all your businesses like what does um, i always wonder like what like a working day looks like for someone that's like fully self-employed <laughs> what are your hours day? like as well oh wow okay my hours i work every day as in well, I'm supposed to have Sundays off, but you okay. know, you can never predict what the day is, what what is going to happen, and the fact yeah. that it's a family business as well. Yeah, I'm close with my brothers. They'll be like, oh, they'll probably tell me, 
probably I'll say probably two two hours before the shop is supposed to be open. Oh, I've got to go out, you know. Huh? You think I don't have my day planned? Mm, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> but yeah. Um, huh, wow. Every day you're you're working every day, Shay. Literally every day. You, mm. you yeah. Like the shop is hard open. work literally never stops. Yeah, it never stops. Um, so the shop in Dagenham that's open seven days a week, and the shop in Hackney is six days. Oh wow! Yeah, so we we try and rotate, but mm. I'm more lenient to the Dagenham store because I was there from the opening. Yeah, all the customers know my face, so it's like I need to be there. I need to be okay. there. I need to make sure everything is a one. Like it's it's difficult, but I just feel like. I will reap my benefits later. Probably within two years time, I'm hoping to bow down and be like, I have retired. I've made my money. Amen. Go and enjoy it. Claim it for you. Amen. Please, please lift them prayers up, please. (laughs) Yeah, that's so good. And the fact that you can even say that, like, that's honestly fantastic. That's like so inspirational. I'm I'm really, really praying. But yeah, like, it's not easy I'll tell you that for free but yeah it has to be done I just feel like so far as you have just something set in your head set in your mind or a goal or something that you want trust me nobody can tell you no like you Mm. can go for it yeah I stand (laughs) you have a question Moss no um no I think it's pretty much answered everything um sorry I just took over (laughs) no it's fine um, I'm just thinking about what possible eyelash questions I could have. Guys, <laughs> 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 all the lashes as well. Do they, they would, they would, they would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, send me the website now. Let me have a look and see if I can, you know, make someone. Joe posted it in a group. That's where I just got the link from. Where all of the lashes. What now? Now. No. Scroll up, bro. We'll post it in our description anyway. Yeah, as so well you guys as, can check them out. As well as the um, food stores. Um, and if you're yeah. in those areas, make sure that you go yeah. and support and yeah. check, check out yeah. the shops. Even um, if you're not in the areas, me too, I find myself in Dagenham, Scum by Young. <laughs> yes, come, come. We can have a nice young chat. People yeah. people love to come and talk, though. They do. Love <laughs> I don't know how Cass does it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but those, yeah. I love shops like that because I feel like they really bring the community. And I think that's like, important. Um, yeah. It's very important. Like our like aunties and uncles that have come from back home. Like th- they're, a lot of them have lost that sense of community. So yeah. I think having shops like that really helps restore that. Yeah. Never underestimate the value of that because mm. you know it's sometimes that guy who's telling you about his day you know it might it might have helped him just feel better about himself in that moment yeah you know? me, me and were saying that that time when the, the uh the, he was older than like i don't know what's for him granddad he was just talking yeah, and, we, and I, I said this Cass, I said this is probably the first time he's spoken to someone in months like yeah he, his face he was just talking away he was just like yeah nodding not we could only we could only stand like I don't know sixty percent of what you're saying, but we're just like yeah yeah sure like we didn't shoot him up or nothing, but I was just like Cass, I don't know how you do this every day. Mm. <laughs> every day, girl, every day. It's amazing, yeah. amazing. Literally, I just had to learn to love them. Literally, no, but it's, it sounds like so. It's it sounds very rewarding and very fulfilling as well. Even in its challenges, I feel like it sounds like a really rewarding business to to get into mm-hmm. 100% like I really do recommend a lot of the younger generation they should try and get into it I remember mm. I was talking to one girl she was just like oh 
why are you why are you here like i don't know she the way she said it was like oh yeah <laughs> like why are you here like you've you've got your your uh, masters you know you've gone to the you've done the whole uni process you're supposed to be in like what a, as if like you'd like you must be in like some corporate Yes. Yes. I think that's the backwards nature of like our generation. You know. Why can't we have? Why can't we have contingencies though? You know what I mean? She wants you to be doing cocaine at Canary Wharf. That's where you literally (laughs) rubbish. Wow. (laughs) I hate. Do you know? I really hate when people say stuff like that because I just feel like it's so. It's such a one-dimensional way of thinking, as if to say that there's only one direction you can go. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of the problem that, like, we might even have in the black community where people think, and it's kind of been installed in some of us because of our parents, like. You must be a doctor you must be a lawyer you must be this and it's like we've got that view that you can only do one thing or you can only go in one direction and i think that's why i really love hearing stories of people who have gone on start their businesses and do things like that because it's really showing that we can do so many different things and still be successful 100 percent, 100 percent. so yeah i just literally told her listen it's not it's not how you think and how you see it yes i've got my degrees i'm i'm using them mm. like there's a lady that brings um how am I gonna say? Shito, you, you know Shito? So it's a pepper yeah. sauce. Yeah. Everybody knows yeah, she, Shito she, um, Okay. <laughs> I just had to make sure, please. <laughs> just think, yeah. Um, she brings it to the shop and her branding and her labeling, trash. Oh. It was prophetic. I'm just like, no, nah, if it's gonna be on my shelves, let me help you. So, you know, I, I done the branding for her, I done the labels again. I I can at least say, yo, my masters helped me do that you know mm. experiences even from my business of doing the cash table having to brand everything and you know that helps yeah so, yeah don't don't please please people don't frown on the you know the uncles or the aunties you see behind these um african food shops like a lot of them there's history behind them you mm-hmm. know even though some of them there's like a stigma that oh you didn't you didn't do well or you're a freshie or you're on mm. low pay. That's why you're doing that job. You know, a lot really? of people be like, "Oh, yeah." No. Like when I first, no, wow. seriously, when I, yeah, when I first me? first started you back have in a January, business in London, <laughs> they don't see it like that. Because when they see me, they see me as a small girl. Mm. Like one guy came there, he was like, "Why are you not at university? Why are you here? Go and get a job. Get a proper job." What? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, "Go and get a proper job. Why are you here?" Yeah, I'll just dash one yam in his face. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could. <laughs> yeah, I just had to tell him, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm at the time, how old was I? I was, I was 29. I was like, I'm 29. I've done my masters. I've done my, you know, uh, whatever. You need, I've done it. It's just they're staring at me like, oh, but why are you here? So like, I this is my this, business. I own this. This is my it? business. Exactly. Like, what is your own business? This is my own business. Like, it's just sad, like that whole stigma. Sometimes you can see it in customers' faces. Like they'll be like, "Ah, what's this girl doing here? Like, ah, she's here every day, not even part time. She should go and like get." You can you can just sense it. You can see it. But you know, it's it's an it's an African thing. Let's just leave it as that. Like, it's something that I don't think will change. Hmm. Embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have to say that our generation will not see it as that. Like. I see you're so amazing for any That's, I'm I'm proper impressed. I'm proper yeah, like, oh to wow. See a black person with their own shop in this, especially in this peak economy right now, be, to, for exactly. you to have a lease or to own a freaking space here. Come on. 
exactly that's, that's no joke if that people knew no especially how much leases are for shops if people knew all of that the overhead costs all the running costs of having a shop all of that Damn. let alone what you guys are doing like it's it's no joke it's no joke ah meaty. <laughs> i love you really got patience because i would be fighting everyone i'm telling you like when i first that first month i was i caught i kept on calling my mom i was like mom i think you need to get someone full-time here because me i'm out (laughs) (laughs) so just like ignore the customers know why you're there and then it just sunk in i was like okay she's right she's right and i was like wow you've been doing this for what 20 years plus how (laughs) how how have you been doing this solid woman because everyone yeah, and then I just, I, you know, when you just look at people and you just see how they do things, I'm just like, okay, okay, this is what I need to be doing. So, yeah, like have your main focus and just know your purpose. Like I keep on saying, purpose, purpose, purpose. Get into that. Yeah, literally. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Cass. Thanks for having me. Today. Thank you. It's been really <laughs> nice to have you. It's been really nice to hear your journey as well. Um, Thank you. I'm sure like people will be inspired by it. I definitely am. And we'll leave all of your details in your details. Ah, no. <laughs> I mean, we'll leave your like um, your um, page full of lashes and the shop and stuff in yeah. our description box so that people can check you out. Um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. I was so scared. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I was terrified. I was telling you, I was like, <laughs> I'm coming to speak. I'm, com- I'm coming to speak. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? I'm, I actually know, never think like like that and think, oh, actually, people, it must be nerve wracking when you're coming onto like a space, especially if you're not familiar with it. Because like me, Joe, must just talking all the time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel any different. But yeah, I suppose if it's not something you do all the time, of course, it's going to be quite nerve wracking. So we really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> oh, are we? Wait, sorry. Musa, what did you um, speak about your? Thing I just retweeted the other day. You curated music for a film. Oh yeah. So, oh, we'll edit that, that out. Oh yeah. Um, you know how it goes. Um, I didn't see that. Um, so basically, my friend's doing a film called Yes Man. You can check out um, the trailers on uh, Instagram, which is Ford Use Films. So that's Ford, number four D E U S. Uh, sorry, C E Films on Insta. Okay. And basically, my friend said he was going to do a film. And when he told me what it was about and stuff, I was just like, you know what? He wasn't going to actually use any music. He was just going to use, like, you know, composer type stuff, like, for certain scenes and whatnot. So I was like to him, let's see if we can find some artists and their music. And if it connects with the film, then we can add it. And um, it will make it look a lot better. And what I'll do now, I'll actually forward you guys some of the, the... Okay, cool thing so i basically helped find a lot of the artists a lot of underground artists and then asked them if i could use their track for the film the majority of them were like yeah so oh so that's what you have to do you have to message you have to get you have to get permission don't you copyright and all that stuff okay yeah exactly so i did that and um yeah now he's put some of the songs in the film and stuff and we've been discussing where and what scenes he can put it in and stuff Mm -hmm. and for me it's just escalated it tenfold like it's just made it so much better wow so much better because it just gives uh what do you call it a um i don't know when 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 films have certain songs in it for me it just hits different like it it can either make it feel it can it can it can um 
accentuate the moment so the song might escalate and make it feel as though you know whatever's happening is so mad right now and the song that's going going on in the background just works hand in hand with it so mm. i really think it is something we'll um we'll be able to that that will basically work work, work well in the film and the film should be out early next year so and this is all the work the, the person who directed it is the same person who wrote the script and is producing it and everything so it's literally a hands in all, all hands on job from him and his name's um Daniel Daniel Glen Barber and he's a close friend of mine who's been doing directing for films for for a while now he's, he went to uni he studied all of that and he's he also did a film festival in Antigua as well so oh wow trying yeah. to find his feet and and um get into this um the the film game really because when you look at it I remember watching um a documentary on Netflix like this there's not many like black directors around like there's just not that many and the ones that are you'd be so shocked at the films that they've done like um and we're talking about like people who are who get seasoned actors and actresses and um for example I don't know if you heard about this film with um, David Oyelowo I think Oyelowo oh okay Ayewala, yeah I know, I know you're talking about yeah he done a film called United Kingdom, which is basically the history between some rich African prince uh, who falls in love with some white English girl. And the person who actually directed that is an English, um, like a British Ghanaian director called Amas Asante. And um, that film did quite well. And there's so many films, just so many, you'd be so shocked that it was a black director. And it's just mm. great. I'm really gonna, I'm gonna find the name of that Netflix show and send it across to you guys, cause it just really opened my eyes, man. And it just made me realize that there is a space for us everywhere. And especially mm-hmm. within this industry as well, where, you know, nowadays you've got um, like the British actors making it across across the, the pond in America because they're more finely tuned. You know, a lot of, a lot of the act- actors and actresses here, they've been to theater and stuff, whereas in, in America and stuff, that not all of them have that opportunity to be able to go to theatre school and be in plays and learn the actual basics of acting and, and whatnot so it's a really good time for for British people in, in media and film and whatnot so they can finally yeah, really, see us <laughs> yeah. I, just think that I think initially it, there just comes there just comes some sort of stigma where they just think that maybe it's just too much for us to be yeah. able to handle so for me I'm just like you just got to break down the doors and break down the barrier, mate. I'm happy to see, see you doing something with your music, though, because I know Solange is the curator for of music for Insecure, and that's something I've always kind of seen you doing. Either that yeah. or something to do with radio. So, yeah. yeah. Proud of you. Did Solange do it? Yeah, she's the music person for Insecure. Okay. It makes sense, right? I'm come back, man. What's this now? <laughs> COVID. Two years before that, that thing comes Co- COVID. Yeah, <laughs> COVID a second over everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good to hear. So, would you want to do that again for another film or production? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, mate, at the moment, I'm just, I'm actually like low key trying to learn how to DJ with that company. Oh! Fucking, you know, try, try What's going to be your name? Talent. 
Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good though. That's good. Let's learn how to mix first, did it, before we give us DJ I Live. <laughs> no, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> They'll, they'll think that I'm playing um, Daddy Number and them man. So and what's the on. problem with that? Nah, that's cool, but let me. But man, man, man don't only really double in the highlights, isn't it? Man can do everything. <laughs> but nah, that's so that's, that's the project that I'm giving myself and making sure that I sent. Um, I want to do it in it. I'm, 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 I'm on it. So we'll see where it goes. Okay, that's good. Good to hear. Best. Yeah. So we're all going to be in different um, industries. Shay's doing events and um, her financial, or I wouldn't say financial advice, but lifestyle advice. I wouldn't say financial advice, but she looks like everything. She has a YouTube channel. Um, really? Yeah, Shay's on YouTube. Yeah. I will believe it's that. Nobody picks up themselves. I know. I don't know why. I don't. I don't like, even when you're just talking about it, I'm just sitting here cringing. Like. Just sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Where, where can we find you? How can we subscribe? Um, so my, oh yeah, no, the both pages are the same. So it's Slay with Shay UK on okay. Instagram and YouTube. Lovely. So I, I think I just, I was following you on that. I'm following you via that page, Cass. On which one? On, okay, okay. yeah, I've seen, okay, cool, cool, cool. Like I'm a sucker for YouTube. Do you know what? It's weird. Like I used to be, I used to watch, watch loads and loads of videos, but since I've been been on there, I don't watch as much YouTube. As I, I, you, I love YouTube. Like when I wake up in the morning, I'm getting ready. I need a little bit of YouTube in the morning. <laughs> I need a little bit of that. Hi guys. <laughs> Welcome back to my channel. Back to my channel. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but yeah, YouTube. I know it's something I can't do. I'll be oh. You'd actually be really good though. You've got so much what? good stuff to say. Cass, no. you, I remember YouTube. we did. Remember when we went to go and do the talk at uh, Mandy's church, and Cass was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be so crap." She, when she was talking, it was like I was watching um a conference. I was like, "Wow, listen to my friend. She doesn't actually." Really you speak so eloquently, like you, you really like, like you've got one of those voices. It's like I want to keep listening to what you have to say. Really? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I no, like definitely shop, do it. Especially the fact that you said you me. like YouTube. I think oh, I the fact it. that you like it, definitely do it. No, the I only thing I like so about well. it is when she's like, Hi guys! You know when they pop up close <laughs> to the camera, welcome back to my channel. Comment, <laughs> like, and subscribe. <laughs> That's literally me. <laughs> but yeah, I will definitely follow you and yes you said youtube yep that's me in the morning show <laughs> thank you <laughs> there's just too much going on right now i know well i'm must... tired but i feel like soon two animals are gonna head towards an arc it has been raining for three days straight in london <laughs> so, it's so crazy the Noah's rain yesterday was about. so bad and it was one of my couples, their wedding was supposed to be yesterday, but it's obviously been moved to next year. And like, I was just thinking, imagine if today was their actual wedding day, because the venue that they would have, they had as well was like a really, really nice one that we would have like wanted to take pictures outside. So yeah, in a way, everything sort of happens for a reason because mm -hmm. that would have just been, yeah. Wow. Too much. Too much. I think, so now it's 15 people per wedding, right? Yeah, before it was 30 people, including mm -hmm. the vendors. 
It's oh, like, including the vendors. <laughs> that's what it was before. Oh, shit. Including the vendors. Um, now it's 15 people, but not including the vendors. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. I, I watched my cousins online a couple of weeks ago. It was him, his bride, um, their parents, and then their bridal and groom party, and then oh. the past priest. Yeah. Um, the, the video was obviously set up in the corner, so there was nobody there for that. Um, mm. Yeah, so I think it's maybe like 29 people, 28. Yeah, it looked nice though. I like. It's, I I don't think. To be honest, I've been I've been feeling it a bit. You know, I've been saying like this is probably the best time for people to get hitched. Like mm. I get it. Like you know, sometimes people want the full experience. You want like your family and friends there. But when you actually really think about it, you don't need all the people there that you think you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'll save yourself so much money. I just every time like, and it goes up each year in terms of how expensive weddings are. I just it blows my mind. Absolutely blows my mind how expensive weddings are. You'll save yourself so much money. I think this is the best time for people to just go and do it. Really? Then you don't. Yeah, because like, then you don't. You don't have to think to yourself like you know. Okay, maybe not now when they're saying fifteen people, but I feel like <laughs> soon they'll probably make it more than thirty. Let's say hopefully they say like fifty to hundred, maybe. Though that's the best time because now before you can't when you were struggling to tell your mum no she can't bring her twenty five aunties from church. <laughs> now oh. it's like that's not even a it's not even a discussion. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to worry about that because people understand and certain people who you might not have wanted to invite but you felt like you had to you don't have to worry about that. You literally can just have the people there that you want there. I think this is the best time. I don't know you know if it was me personally I don't I like big weddings. Oh, oh yeah. it's because you, babe, you should come and coordinate a wedding with me. When you, if you coordinate with behind the scenes of a big wedding, I think you'll change your mind. Serious? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you change oh, your I mind. Love it. I think when you're a guest, it's it's very different. But yeah, I, do you know what? I do like it. Like I like big traditionals. I do like big traditionals. I don't know about big actual actual weddings, the white weddings. Like, yeah, I don't know. I think the big traditionals. Yeah, the big white weddings. Um, it can be a lot. It can be a lot. Um, but I know what you mean that's why that's why we're you know we're paying people like you you know I know I know (laughs) I know but the atmosphere is unmatched I will say that like with big weddings like the atmosphere is great um yeah amazing amazing they just look expensive it's yeah I think for me it's the expense because Mm. when you're thinking about like feeding four to five hundred people and if it's like 30 pounds a head or whatever Oh, wow like, it's it's just the expense and when you think mm-hmm. yeah and the worst part about it is people are going to come they're going to eat the food and someone's still going to say the food was dead you know this time you spent thousands of pounds <laughs> and someone's still going to open up their mouth the same mouth they used to eat your thousands of pound food and say the food wasn't nice mm. so. that, they won't even bring a gift they won't even oh that's it. the worst one coming giftless with long hands long sometimes they even know who the bride and groom are there's oh, one. those are people worse. No, that's actually shameless. That that uh, we need to stop that. Af- Africans, let's stop doing that. Stop I going think, to weddings. I, I, don't know honestly, I think after this COVID, a lot of things aren't ever going to be the same again. Seriously, You're right? You know, nothing is going right. to be the same again. Everything has changed. Everything right. has changed. Like I saw um, on BBC News, and um, one um, Asian ven- wedding venue owner, he said he's now like kind of kind of done for. Because Asian weddings... Is this, is this Grand Sapphire? It might have. I, I think it was in Birmingham. Just no, no, no. This one oh, is no. East out oh. London. He's saying oh, that okay. Asian weddings, it's a minimum of 300 people. Yeah. Asian weddings are like usually up to 1,000 wow. people. Minimum. Their weddings are minimum their weddings of 300 so people. Yeah. Minimum their weddings are like 500, 800, 1,000 easily. 
and that's just standard. So he has no idea what he's gonna spend do. So much money. Oof. So much money on their weddings. Crazy. It's not even just weddings, it's everything. Absolutely mm. everything. And I think the whole event space and clubs and mm-hmm, bars and mm-hmm. stuff, like that whole industry, it's like very, it's very cool. rocky right now, man. Yeah, I City World closing today. Mm-hmm. Everything is done. I don't know what the world if 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 2021 happens after midnight on the 31st of December, because you know <laughs> the way things are going. I don't know. I really don't know. Please, I still have more years of baby girl left in me. That's <laughs> it. That's it. You tell them. <laughs> I'm not trying to mark it on the wall, but the way life is going. <laughs> it's true. This week, this year, you couldn't make this shit up. Like it's actually been wild. The events it's that are taking place. And it's still really bringing it. out madness. Absolutely insane. Yeah. Can't stop. Won't stop. Yeah. It? It's amazing. Honestly, it's so funny because I remember I. I when I heard of 2020, I'm thinking, yeah, this is the year, turn up, yeah, go on holiday, <laughs> me, myself, and I type of vibe. Yeah. What? It sounded like such a sexy year, innit? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking, wow, 2020, like, turning 30, this, that. Forget it. Look at the weather outside. <laughs> no way. This is 2020. I've heard, I've heard rain hitting my window, and it's just rattled me every time. <laughs> <laughs> It just puts uh, you in a mood, doesn't it? Like, you don't yeah. want to go out. You don't want to do, like... Ugh. Where can we go? They said 10 o'clock. It's true. <laughs> do you know what? We went to a shisha place yesterday, and um, the guy was like, yeah. It was, like, quarter to 10. He's like, yeah, you guys need to leave now because we've got wow. to And I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. And then I think we were even, like, hungry after. And then we're like, wait, everywhere's closed. Everywhere <laughs> is closed. Like, it's actually crazy. And they're so strict with it as well, you know. They don't play because yeah. they're yeah. not trying to get fined. No, it's now because it's now based on your council how your can your council handles things. Okay. So and then so if you're somewhere you know where they they're really tight on money, they're gonna do everything they can to find you. They can hundred percent. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Even yeah. in um, Barking and Dagenham Council, they're they're on the they're on the roads. Jesus. Boy. Yeah, I even heard there were like five shops down from my shop. Wearing face like it's everyone wearing face masks and this and that. I'm like, wow, yeah, it's it's serious. They they're wet. They're ready to find you anytime. Mm. Yeah. God, we just have to thank God for health and exactly we're alive. Healthy. You know. Has anyone done their prayers for Donald Trump? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't even wish him anything negative i just i'm indifferent like i'm not going to pray for you but i'm not necessarily wishing that you you know keel over that would just be too easy yeah just be too easy do you think it's true though because you know know the elections coming up and i feel like it could be but what what rattles me is that boris johnson had covid Donald Trump now has COVID. And I'm like, all these like old, like bearing in mind, they say it's more vulnerable for older people or whatever. These older um, politicians are all there catching COVID, but they always seem to like come out and everything's mm-hmm. fine. But then other people are there like suffering. So I'm like, what COVID are you catching? Because it doesn't seem to be doing the same things to you that it's doing to other people who are in the same, but I suppose they probably Some, got like- Shay, there's somebody on Twitter zoomed into one of Donald Trump's pictures and it looked like he had like an oxygen, oxygen tank in his pocket and like something in his head and when you zoom in you can see it but they've deleted oh, the person's profile 
Oh my god! So, oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> that American government don't play, you know. They delete the whole profile, so we don't know what is actually going on with that old weird man. Like, mm, oh. I don't know. I don't know. Probably, him probably somewhere sipping on um sorrel. Or he, <laughs> he, might, not, he, he, might, that. Or he might be in like, his oxygen tank right now. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> sleeping like Michael Jackson was. You just don't know. Hmm. Wow. Crazy man, honestly, 2020. Hmm. This whole year is just, yeah, like how how we even explain this to our children <laughs> that we lived through this. Do you know what's so mad is that this is going to be the norm for them, like the face mask, the distance. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. weird, which is quite it's sad weird. actually. Yeah, and then it makes me think as well, like now with all the face masks and all the distance and all of that, it just makes me think, wow, how were we doing it before? Exactly. Like, was we obviously were we doing it wrong before like it made me think like how much we were actually close to people for no reason unnecessarily yeah <laughs> like when we didn't need to be like whether it's concerts or squash up on the train under someone's mm-hmm. armpit or whatever it is it's like wow we actually really were all up in each other's grills like that before all of this i know great i'm just reading that um headline takeaway find a thousand pounds for handing a customer burger at 10 4 p.m Oh no, wow. that's me, man. In Leicester, Jesus Christ! Oh, they're on a, they're on a, um, a local lockdown though. The whole area, everything is lock off after ten. Shit. You know about lock off. <laughs> <laughs> wow, crazy. Oh boy. Oh well, well, it's been a lovely podcast. Thank yeah. you so much, Cass. Yeah. That's okay. Thank you guys for having me. It was lovely speaking to you lot. Yeah, when you're when it's time for you to speak about the new products for Cast Label and when you launch the branding properly, we'll have you back, definitely. Yes, sure. yes, yes, yes. I'll be back. I'll be back. Woo! <laughs> okay. This is me. Literally, I'm not gonna start jumping off the walls. <laughs> <laughs> But these times I'm tired. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And um, make sure to um, like, comment, and say like, comment, and subscribe, weren't you? (laughs) uh, We're still available on Apple. We're no longer on SoundCloud anymore for anyone who's wondering. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we forgot to tell them. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you can still access the pod on um, Spotify, Apple. Google and wherever you get your podcast. And Anchor. One Anchor. And, mm-hmm. and Anchor bar SoundCloud. So Yeah. Yeah, that's what's going on. And um yeah, we'll hit we'll, we'll be back again. Peace. What no one wanna say bye now. Bye. Say bye guys. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. I don't know what's gonna be doing. Sorry. <laughs> bye.